Hello, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these end days so that you are not left behind and so that you are able to be a light to others in the world who don't know Jesus or maybe you don't know him yet and think this whole thing sounds crazy and let me tell you that I was in your shoes just a few years ago and I was very wrong and I I don't want you to get left behind or miss out on the joy and the peace of God especially while the book of Revelation is slowly unfolding before us. So please join me in a few moments when we come back and I will be addressing today why Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven and belief in him is a wonderful thing because of the the promise for eternal life and all of the incredible loving benefits that we get here on earth for our faith, for our belief, and by and through believing in him and his word. So thank you for joining me again, and I will be back momentarily. Once upon a time, I thought that I was too smart to believe in Jesus Christ. I thought, okay, so, yeah, sure, there's a God, but you expect me to believe that this guy came down to earth and they killed him and then he came back to life? Come on. No sane person would believe something like that. And even though that was my train of thought and I thought that I was so smart, I also thought that the Bible was just this old book that had nothing to do with me and was not relevant today. And when my mindset was there in in intelligence, in just a basis of things that I knew, my life was falling apart around me. I was anxious and depressed, living a life for myself living a life that didn't have any substance to it, any real meaning, any real truth, any real love. And when I finally ran out of selfish things to do, of sinful things to do. I thought, okay, maybe there is something to this Jesus guy. And when I finally called on him and said, okay, Jesus, if you're real, I need your help and I'll do things your way. When I finally did that is when my whole life completely turned around and I was transformed. 
if you had told me about four years ago that I would be sitting here clean and monogamous and in peace without any help of any medication, without depression, without anxiety, without urges that drove my life and choices with the ability to sit back and think, okay, you know, is this going to please God or is this going to end up ruining my life in the future? I would have laughed at you if you would have told me that I would have a podcast that was focused around Jesus and how he can help other people and how he completely transformed me. I would call you crazy. But here we are. I used to look to things like crystal healing and new age cleansing and cuttings and um, herbal remedies and uh, the Bible is very against those and, and sometimes they might even work for a time because they do tap into the spiritual realm but um, just like Doreen Virtue, she was an author and a New Age lady who um, had a huge following. She completely gave her life to Jesus Christ because she started reading the Bible and found out that all of those things are of the devil. And they actually mislead you and they are disguised to be things of the light. But that is also how the devil comes. He disguises himself because if he came to us in a big, scary, evil way, we wouldn't follow him because he'd freak us out. But if he comes and he looks harmless and he looks like, oh yeah, this will work. Um, and he's just simply pointing you to something other than Christ, then his job is done. He doesn't necessarily have to get you to look to Satan in his clear form he just has to get you busy about other things anything other than God if he can get your focus on anything other than God whether it's your work your kids your lifestyle your sexuality your um a a religion that points to something anything other than Jesus Christ being the son of God and then his job's done And that's why so many people were misled, and myself being one of them. Uh, So I just want to let you know that it, it happens to so many people, and especially in the world that we live in today, where the media doesn't do anything except for use Jesus's name in place of a cuss word. Um, we have no no direction to God. So it's so easy to look to anything but Jesus, but God. So I want to go through a couple of uh, verses in the Bible that uh, prove that Jesus is the Son of God. And I know that if you don't have Jesus in your life, if you don't have people around you that are talking about Jesus, if you are not active in church and seeking God... This all sounds 
really silly, but I ask you to just humble yourself in prayer before God and ask him to show you if Jesus is his son and if he is the one true God and if he's the only way to heaven. And if you sincerely ask God that, I guarantee you, he will answer you. And it'll be in ways that are unmistakable. So John 14, 6, this is the English Standard Version. I'm not a huge fan of the English Standard Version, but um, for, for now that will do. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is a bold statement. This is a bold claim. But I guarantee you that if you put your belief in Jesus Christ and you live by his words in the Bible, you will come to know him. You will come to know God, the Father. And you will have eternal life in heaven. We're we're all going to die at some point. Or some of us will be raptured. And you will not be raptured if you don't know Jesus. If you don't come to him. If you don't have a relationship with him. If you are not in communion and fellowship and constant communication with him. Before I came to know God and before he was my my best friend and my everything, I thought people who heard from God were crazy or I thought that only pastors heard from God. But God will talk to anybody who's listening and willing and asking and seeking. But I also want to let you know that the most that God has ever spoken to me is when I don't have any worldly influences and any sin going on in my life. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I stumble here and there? Of course, we all do. That is why I need Jesus, why we all need Jesus so much to direct our lives and to look to. So this means Jesus is the way to God, the way to eternal life. And you cannot get to God without Jesus being your bridge. God is so holy and so perfect and good that all of the sin that we do here on earth creates a a a gap between us and God and our sin must be accounted for our sin must be atoned for and the only way that we are able to stand before God on judgment day or on the day of our death 
and end up getting into heaven is by the belief in Jesus Christ that he died for our sins, that he rose again, and that he is the Son of God. There's no other way. There are sayings, all roads lead to God. Well, yeah, but not all of them lead to heaven because everyone will stand in front of God one day and be held accountable for every thought, every word spoken, every time you chose whether to do right or wrong, and how those decisions affected those around you. And man, that's a heavy, heavy thought to process. Some people think hell is going to be like a party and it's not hell is eternal separation from God so think about the most anxious and the most sad and depressed you've ever felt and multiply that by a million in in strength And then multiply that by forever. Because you are separated forever from God. Please give your life over to Jesus. Please seek him wholeheartedly. He wants to know you. He wants to save you. He wants you to know him. Now, there are a lot of people that I've encountered in my Christian walk, and even beforehand, where there there are people who say that they're Christians, and, you know, they might not cuss, and they might not smoke, and they might not do drugs, but when it comes down to it, they're not really seeking God. Maybe you're in church, but you're not really in a relationship with with God through Jesus. That was me for a while. And the scariest thing is that if you've never had it, you don't know that you're missing it. I think Chuck Smith put it best in his um in one of his devotions. He talks about many in the crowd had pressed against Jesus, but only one made contact with him. We can be part of the crowd, we can be kind of around the word of God, we can know what the Bible says, but we do not have a connection. And he says that that is not sufficient. That is not enough. For you to get into heaven. There's a parable about the virgins who have their their lamps and they're waiting for their husband to come and get them. And there's many, many comparisons of Jesus being like the groom and we are like the bride as the church. And our our oil is a representation of 
what kind of spiritual store we have in our hearts and how we are seeking God, waiting for Him. If you're not in constant communication, in constant fellowship, if your decisions are not based on whether or not they will please God, whether or not they will further God's kingdom, then I hate to tell you, but you're not living for Jesus and you risk being left behind. Or eternal damnation. Jesus also says in the Bible that people will come to him and say, Lord, Lord, but I did this for you and I did that for you. And Jesus says to them, I I did not know you. People can do all sorts of things in Jesus' name. To make themselves look good and sound good. But God knows our hearts. He knows those of us who go to church once a week but then go and do whatever we want the rest of the week. He knows those of us who actually teach our families about what the Bible says and why we love Jesus and live their lives for him. It is so important to follow the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength. And if you're really doing that, your life, every single aspect of it will reflect that. Especially what you do in the privacy of your own home when no one's around. That's when your true love for the Lord is revealed. Acts 4.12 says, And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And that is referring to Jesus Christ. No other salvation. No other name. He is the only way. Jesus Christ is the only way we can be saved. 1 Timothy 2.5 says, For there is one God... And there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. We need as humans, as sinful humans, we need a bridge between us in our sin and God who is holy. And the only bridge, the only way to God The one and only way is Jesus Christ. I have a friend who I love dearly. And, well, there's actually quite a few people who I I love dearly. 
who say, you know, I'm a good person. So I'm just going to do the best I can while I'm here on earth and then hope for the best after, after I die. That is a gamble that I am not willing to take. And it, it's, it makes me so sad because I just want to grab them and tell them, you don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're doing. And I was just like you. If you really think about it, if you're not sure and you're hoping for the best after you die, when the Bible is available, when God just wants you to ask him if you'll show if he'll show you that he's real. That's just, oh gosh, that's just such a scary gamble to me and it's it's where I used to be. And I pray for their salvation all the time. If the Holy Spirit is prompting you right now to ask God if he's real, just pray this prayer with me. God, I'm not sure if you're real. But I want to know. So will you please show me with abundant clarity beyond a shadow of a doubt whether your son Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven and will you please show me if I'm on the road to eternal hell or heaven so that I don't make the mistake so that I don't gamble away my eternity father please God Please show me, and I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God doesn't expect fancy prayers. The Bible talks about Pharisees, and Pharisees were religious leaders who made a show of everything. Their prayers were long and fancy and written out, and Jesus just wants your honest heart it's not about religion religion and the hypocrisy and the the money behind religion is what drives people away from it Jesus was not religious Jesus argued with the religious leaders because man messes things up. Jesus did not approve of the people selling things outside of the temple to make money. Jesus talks about doing good deeds and not telling anybody about it. 
Because all of the things that we do are supposed to be for God and God alone. He says that all of the things that we do will be brought to light in the day of judgment, whether good or bad. And I did a lot of awful, selfish, ugly things before I came to know Jesus Christ. And I'm still working on my selfishness and I will never be perfect. But the Bible helps me to make the right decisions and prayer helps me to know what God's will is for my life. It is so rad to hear the voice of God ringing through your soul. It is so cool to know that God is wanting you to go left or right or do this or don't do this. He will show you if you give him your life and you ask him whether you should do this or that. He'll answer you. Or sometimes he will will require you to be still and not take action. Now, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And I think that's, you know, the most well-known verse in the Bible because that talks about how Jesus is God's son and that if you believe in him, that you will have eternal life. But let me tell you, people say that they believe in Jesus and that they're Christians, but their walk and their daily life does not model that. If you truly believe, you are transformed. Your life is not the same. And if you only believe in word, your lifestyle tattles on you. Revelation 3.16. We just had John 3.16. Let me read you Revelation 3.16. It says, and this is Jesus speaking. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. That means God knows if you are on his side. Or if you aren't. And that you cannot be on the fence. You can't say, oh, oh yeah, I, you know, I believe in God and I'm going to heaven. No. If you are hot, if you are a white, hot Christian, you know beyond shadow of a doubt that you're going to heaven. And your belief in God transforms all parts of your life. From the inside out. You are living for Jesus. 
you are loving for Jesus. So if you're wondering right now, well, um, I don't feel very hot and I don't really feel like I'm living for Jesus and I don't feel like I'm living for God. That means you're cold. That means you are running the risk of getting left behind. If you really truly believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and the King of Kings and truly died for your sins and rose again and is the key to eternal life, your life shows it. Your whole life turns into an act of worship. Revelation 20 says, Jesus is speaking, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Jesus has been knocking on the door of your heart. Let him in. He has great purpose for you. He has so much love for you. He has so much peace he wants to give you. And he wants to be able to touch others and save their lives by using you because when people around you see the difference in your life and the transformation in your life they're going to want to know and they're going to see wow you know this person used to be one way and now they're the other and they'll ask you how and what the difference was and you can tell them Jesus and they might not believe it at first they might think you're weird I mean gosh so many people think I'm completely off my rocker now but that's because the world is so dark that Jesus looks polar opposite to the things that are going on in the world and I'd much rather look crazy for Jesus then go along with the world and end up in hell people thought Jesus was crazy and of the devil people thought John the Baptist was crazy and of the devil people thought that the disciples were out of their minds and actually against God So, if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, if you've never really looked and saw what the Bible says about Jesus, then I please look it up. There are over a hundred verses about the backup of Jesus Christ claimed to be the Son of God. 
Jesus loves you. And I love you. And God loves you. And he's radically changed me. For good. And if he can do it for me, if he can save and change a a sinner like me, He can do it for anybody, no matter what you've done. That deep, dark sin that you think is just awful, that you never tell anybody about, God saw you doing it. God knew that you were going to do it. And Jesus died to erase that sin so that you could still go to heaven. It's forgiven. If you ask for forgiveness and you repent and you stop living that way. And if you read the word of God and you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit for help, he will empower you to conquer those sins and those habits and that lifestyle. It's a promise. Today could be the day where you walk away from that old life and become transformed. It is a process. It is a daily decision. But I can tell you that every time you choose God, He will never let you down. He might not do things your way and you might get disappointed, but in the long run you'll see why he said no to that certain prayer request or not yet walking with the Lord is so worth it it's worth it here can you imagine what it's like when this time on earth is said and done and then you get to spend eternity in heaven this life is but a vapor says the Bible it's like a flash in the pan So, okay, we might spend 20 to 100 years here on earth, and then there's forever in heaven. Forever. That is such a long time that our human minds cannot even fathom or grasp it. And forever, eternity goes one of two ways heaven or hell I pray and hope you choose Jesus and heaven and it's amazing here on earth to choose the Lord and to know that you're not going to end up in hell and that you'll go to heaven and be there for eternity That's not a gamble that anybody should be willing to take. Just hope that you do your best and then end up in heaven because that's not how it works. And the word of God, the Bible, tells you that. God gave us the Bible so that we would know how to live our lives and how to get to heaven. People say, oh, well, babies don't come with instruction manuals and life doesn't come with an instruction manual. Actually, it does. And it took me 30 years, 32 years to 
realize it. And now that I do, I am making it my life's mission to tell everybody else so that they don't have to go on in stress and anxiety and depression and sin and misery. The instructions from God are available readily right now. They are not readily available in other countries. We take going to church and worshiping Jesus and our Bible for granted. And the day is coming, mark my words, that Christians are going to be persecuted here on earth. They will be martyred. It says so in the book of Revelation. But I will boldly proclaim the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. The highest name above all names. And the one and only way to get to heaven and live in peace with God for all of eternity. So thank you for walking through some of the word with me today. Don't take what I say as the end-all be-all because the only word that is the end-all be-all is the word of God and that's the Bible. Ask God. Ask God if what I said in this podcast was true. Pray to the God of Israel, the one true living God, because there are many gods of this world that are going to lead you astray. Ask God to show you who he is, who his son is, and if what I'm saying to you is the truth. God bless you guys.